0: Welcome to the Relentless Courage Podcast. My name is John Howard, husband and father of three, ultra endurance athlete, and business owner. Well, I'm really excited about today. I am at Performance Run Gym in St. Louis Park. This place is incredible. Talking with the owner, uh, Mark Johnson. So, thanks for coming on, Mark. Thanks for having me, John. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Sweet, man. So, we were just talking about... uh, well, we were just talking about some of the races that we've done, and and we figured it'd be a good idea to, to talk about it while recording as we kind of get into this conversation today. So, Zumbro twice, Superior once on your end. Yeah, so Zumbro twice, Superior once, three for three, and I'm going for my fourth finish at Superior
1: 100 this year. Yes. Um, and it took me, what I was about to tell you before we started recording this, was I ran Superior 100 in 2016. And um, it took me until sign-up uh, of this year to have any interest to go back because I was just beat up from that thing. And and it was I just had zero interest, and then all of a sudden I went from having zero interest. So that's all I can think about. I cannot
0: wait to go back up there and do it. Um, yeah, super excited to have that up. Sweet. I was there then. I tried that year too. The rain overnight got me, and I was in a bad headspace. yeah, I stopped at Crosby, but... Yeah, that was uh, fun. How long long did Superior take you? Just out of curiosity, because when you're doing that course, if you're listening to this and you've never experienced Superior before, if you ask me, it doesn't matter. But I'm just curious to know, and others maybe as well.
1: Yeah, it took me, I think it was 32 hours
0: and 40-some minutes or something, right around there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I usually go 38 is do it. Do yeah. it in 38. 34 would be cool and then 30 would be like out of this world. Yeah. Which 34 was close once, but not quite. Right. But Yeah, so you're in training. I mean, you've got to at least be thinking about that and much of what you're doing in your training now is probably wrapped around training for that event. Would you agree with that?
1: Yes. I have a race in May that I'm training for specifically, but all of it is,
0: yeah, for sure leading up to Superior. So that's kind of your... That's my A race. Your A race. Is that the end of the season for you, if you could say that? Yeah. Like, you don't have any big events, like, after that? I mean, you might do some stuff, but...
1: Yeah, no, my my racing season is usually pretty small because uh, of... Owning the gym here keeps me pretty occupied. So this is a big season for me because I have three events I'm training for. I'm doing the Muir Woods Trail Marathon in California in May. Okay. And then I'm going to do my first triathlon in July. Nice. I'm going to do a half Ironman. Okay. And then I'm going to do career One Hundred. So It's yeah. kind of a big year for me. It's uh, stepping out of my usual comfort zone of one to two races
0: that I've been doing recently. And then into that triathlon as well, which is a whole new yeah. experience. Yeah. So and you I've biked and swam quite a bit over the years, or are you just kind of getting into those t- couple elements too? I've biked a ton. Um,
1: I've never swam. I am actually in the process of taking swimming lessons right now nice. to learn how to be a better swimmer. I can jump off of a boat in a lake and swim around for five minutes, and I'm fine and know how to swim. But swimming from one end of the pool to the other end, I'm out of breath because I'm super inefficient. So, sure. um, it's the only reason I've never done a triathlon. And I decided I needed to overcome that fear and
0: face that challenge and get it done. So I signed up for a triathlon, and here we go. <laughs> Might as well just go straight for the half iron. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard that from a lot of people who are new to or aren't willing to take that leap into triathlon that the swimming is what typically holds people back yeah and swimmers have a a decent advantage i'd say from the outset if they don't work on that you know right because that is the the first element the one that kind of wears you out the most i'm not trying to talk about triathlon like i know anything about it but (laughs) i do i've got a few friends that have done fairly well in those events so it's kind of that's exciting yeah Good. And then are you doing any uh, other events local in the summer stuff like that at all? Or PRG um, will be represented there. Yeah. That's some of that stuff, right? Absolutely sponsor of all the Rocksteady Running events. Sweet. Um, I usually try
1: and run like one Rocksteady running endless summer race. Um, but mostly just go and hang out and volunteer and help out and it's just such a fun vibe. But I try and sneak in one where I yeah. run it. Last year I was hurt so I didn't get to, so uh, I want to run the one in the Hastings or the Spring Lake Park. I think is what it is. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Is that a new one? Yeah.
0: I thought so. I I didn't remember. So Spring Lake Park, that's kind of north, mm-hmm. northeast, right? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I went last cool. year,
1: volunteered, on the, but yeah. Okay. Looks like a fun. Brand. Nice. Yeah,
0: I haven't signed up for any of those, but I would like to do that. Yeah. As well It's local they're short enough where you can just kind of go out and do them at least for yeah nonsense. good way good intro to trail
1: running for people that aren't uh haven't done much of it
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah cool all right well got a few questions here um we'll kind of go to the prg story here for a minute and see um if you know like why prg when you opened it would be the first question i guess yeah um
1: i think that the easiest way to answer that is just to like i love running and i love strength training and um i kept using myself as a good case study like where would be a really cool place that i would want to hang out as a runner and someone who likes to strength train um and i remember going to tc running company or mill city running and i would spend five ten minutes hanging out with people chatting about races coming up but I always felt like, you know, all right, I'm going to buy my shoes and leave because it's a shoe store, right? Uh, and how cool would it be if there was a place where it was kind of a clubhouse for runners and they could hang out and just get their workout in, but also sit on the couch and talk to somebody about their races, uh, meet up for runs, all those things. And that's kind of when the idea for a running specific gym came up, that was kind of how it was built, was like, let's make a place that it feels like somebody's House almost, but for yeah. runners in, in a gym setting, um, and it kind of grew from there. Um, it was, you know, the the main focus was going to be strength training yep. trying to get people to understand the benefits for runners to mm-hmm. uh, add to their longevity and yep. just help them stay injury free. Um, and then it just kind of grew a little bit with the treadmills and the recovery area and physical yep. therapy and all of that stuff. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, sweet. I come from a um well, when I was younger, I worked at a, a baseball academy in Dallas, Texas, and it was the same kind of feel that, was being created there. That culture of like, I just want to come and hang out, even if I'm, even if I'm not gonna do anything. I just want to be around this place, and I can just kind of connect with that vibe and that culture and that community. Yes. And to this point, I think there's a hundred plus academies now worldwide, and there was one at that point, Absolutely. but I. I'm just saying that because I feel this a similar like connection yeah. with the 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 group of people that um, performance run is really bringing together around train along and it's super cool and uh, I just love it. All right, so Thanks. now, well, I, yeah, and when we were first when you were first getting started, I came in before any of this stuff was here. Yeah, I can't remember who I heard it from, but there was a a buzz around the Twin Cities that a run gym was coming and everybody was excited about it and, and, um, and I think that excitement's only grown you know, since you guys have been open and people have really experienced yeah. this place such a cool, cool deal. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. I that. that. Um, Alright, so what's the current state? We take it from why then to what's happening now. How are things moving? How are things going? Um, a couple years? How many years... When yeah, so d- we
1: opened December 2017, so just over two years now, yep. um, and things are great, It's busy. Um, we have a little over 200 members right now, um, and the community is thriving, we're growing, we're doing, uh, we're adding things all the time, I'm trying to always improve um, and learn from what we've done in the past to make things better. Um, our current focus is going to be on adding a big group run component out of the gym. That's uh, something we've been lacking in, but I think uh, it's going to take off here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but no, it's you know we just added an infrared sauna, and we we are constantly adding more equipment uh, and reinvesting in the business, mm-hmm. and that's uh, been my goal all along uh, was to have this constant reinvestment in growth as we continue to move forward and yeah. um, so I'm still maintaining that and, and uh, love adding to to the
0: business and, and growing it and, yeah like new yeah. ideas just like go with them and yeah yeah we just uh,
1: we just my wife and I just got back from a really short trip to Austin Texas and that was really the main purpose of the trip was to go and visit a couple of spots in, yes. in Austin and say oh what are you guys doing and see what they're doing bring back some ideas um, and find stuff that we can uh, bring here to help make it even better than it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I searched Run Jim in Google and I didn't find anything except for you. Yeah. yeah, uh, was... And I don't know if that's because of where I created the search from, but by the sounds of your interview the other day, not that's not the case. Yeah. There's just not a lot of this around. Right. I've, I, I've found a couple of places that
1: have... Um, Parts of it are yeah. the same, but mm-hmm. there's nothing like this that I've been able to find yeah. where um, this is the, the entire concept is a full gym yeah. forerunner. So, um, yeah, it's you know, it's the current state of it is that it's very good, it's growing, um, and it's an exciting time, I guess. Yeah,
0: are members creating ideas and bringing ideas to the forefront that uh, do you have like member led programs? Like things that members will, will um, you know, organize and just kind of run on their own? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so one that comes to mind is we
1: just uh, had this group on Sundays start their hashtag SundaySquad. There it is. And uh, Sunday Squad comes in on Sundays and they lead their own workout. And uh, so I do a, a group workout for members every Saturday, free, just yeah. come on in, let's build community, let's have a great workout, have fun. Um, and they kind of took that up a notch and said, let's do that on Sundays too. So the Sunday squad is uh, cranking out their workouts every Sunday. Um, the group workouts that I was just talking about—that's going to be led by one of our members, Eric Johnson. He's yeah. going to take the charge on that one and uh, run forward with it. So, yeah,
0: sweet. Yeah, I see a lot. It seems like everything's growing. Yeah, and starting to move faster with a little bit more behind it. Yeah, lately, absolutely. Which is really cool to see. Kind of the. Yeah. Um, All right. So next question. Then we talked about why at the beginning where we're at now and then kind of this is a broad range but it doesn't hurt to think like this i don't think what is the three month to five year vision for prg and you can even flip that around and say what's the five-year vision to three-month vision for prg because sometimes it does help to look yeah further out and bring
1: yeah i mean i think the three-month vision is just to keep uh you know really growing the membership, growing the community, which is the biggest part of the gym, um, and by growing the group runs. And um, I just finished meeting yesterday with uh, somebody about doing some uh, group workout and, and run tracking from the gym for members, kind of an incentive program. Uh, so really in three months, I've, I'd like to see a lot more uh, events, for the members to participate in and see the community grow. Um, five years. Um, there are a lot of really good ideas that I have for five <laughs> I years. <love> that. <laughs> um, I have to be really careful. For, for sure. All yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. But all I, I I think the best way to say it is that there are some really exciting. In really big things in PRG's future. Sweet. And, uh, I'm, my wife and I have been talking about this stuff and it's, uh,
0: I can't wait for people to see Yeah, what is coming down the pipe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm excited to see what's happening. Uh, that is for certain. All right. So kind of the PRG, uh, story there, um, past and even future a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, switching gears a little bit towards more the actual training side of things. Um, I listened to your podcast the other day with Scott on 10 junk miles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, you talked a little bit about uh, a couple of things stuck out around the training. One was the purpose of, well, back to back runs came up. I'm just curious yeah. what your thoughts are on that. And, uh, I'd love to hear how you feel because that's kind of what my training has uh, morphed into. Typically, it's a kind of a block style, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, uh,
1: it's an interesting topic because and I thought about this uh, yesterday a little bit before our meeting today. Um, and the, the real answer that I would give to that, and I'll, I'll get into it in a little more detail, is that uh, it's so different for each person Mm. uh, and where they're at in their journey Uh, so myself personally when I trained for my first ultra I did you know the typical long back to back Um, and I think that it's an important part of ultra marathon training specifically for 100 mile races uh, to test out your gear to test out your nutrition fueling, and yes and you can't do that unless you really push yourself. Sure. And that second long run uh, of a weekend or whatever, you that's know. where you really get to see what your gear and your nutrition is gonna be like. Sure. Um, that being said, if, uh, if, I've, if I'm talking with somebody that's maybe a masters or an older athlete, um, they've been doing it for a while, it might not be the best fit for them because sure. of a recovery uh, to go put your body through that two days in a row may impact other things that they're trying to do and we may add more cross-training, longer stuff to that. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's just such an individual thing. I think there's a really good place for it. Um, like I said, especially for the gear and the nutrition side of things. Yeah. Um, but it's you just have to be really careful with it because as you know, it can really tear you down. Sure. And you have to make sure that you're able to recover from it. And that's part of the pro- pro- uh, process is to tear it down and Get that mental check when mm. you're out there on that second day and how are you gonna to respond to it and how, how does how does your mental fortitude stand up and that's all really important yeah as long as you are somebody who is in a place that can recover from those back-to-back days like in time yes exactly yeah. so if you get if you're doing back-to-back runs on saturday and sunday right. and then you know tuesday you're trying to do your speed work and you can't do it you're probably missing part of your, your training then that is very important. To Something me. has to give. Right. Yeah. Whether it be the front end or the back. Yeah. So if you're 29 years old and you're doing back to back trail runs and you're sleeping great and you don't have uh family obligations and you have a little bit of free time to take a nap and such, then you can probably hit that pretty easily. But, um, so I think it's a very individual thing. Sure. Fair.
0: Yeah, for sure. How far out from a big event we'll just, Go away from the back to backgrounds, and we'll just say how far out from a big event like let's say your hundred, for yeah. example, will you do your uh, biggest volume week or effort, however you break it down for yourself yeah
1: i mean the my peak would probably be I would say five five weeks out okay um, but i'll start that build you know I would say usually typically twelve you know where you Periodization, of course, you want to, yeah. You don't want to overtrain and peak too early, sure. so maybe 12 weeks out, you start that build, maybe four or five weeks out from the event, you're at your peak, um, right. and that maybe four weeks out, five weeks out is where you're really hitting that huge,
0: big volume week. And then, what do you do for the next four to five weeks, just curious. Yeah, I mean, you're still doing volume. It's just,
1: if if I was gonna do the biggest volume, it would be that four to five weeks out, but That's still, your test, that's kind of your test. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and then at that point, it's just, you're still doing the long runs, you're still doing the workouts. Uh, you're just beginning the process of bringing it closer to the event by maybe yeah. taking the volume down a little bit. Tensity can stay pretty good. Um, I always like to think of it as keeping your engine revved. Okay. But not burning yourself out.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? For sure. All right. And now a little bit, uh, another thing that came up the other day, uh, let's say purpose of a lifting session during recovery. Like uh, I think, you know, you go for your long run on Sunday and then when do you lift again? after after that long run and then what's the structure of that session look like from a weightlifting perspective right
1: i'm a big believer in like getting your lift in after your hard effort of running so um whether it be your speed session or your higher intensity session of the week and then your long run um and getting your strength sessions for that week following those Running sessions like on so, the same day or on the next day, the same day, day or, or next day, okay. Yep. So you then are recovering from both of those at the same sure. time, sure. Yeah, that makes um, sense. if again, you always have to have the caveat that everybody's different, sure. Yeah, it yeah. depends on what your background is and how, how yep. much you've been lifting and all of that stuff. But uh, if somebody's got a good background, a good foundation, um, I would say that's where I put people is you've got your long run, let's say you do your long run on a Saturday. You are probably going to come in on Sunday at some point, do your lifting session, uh, and then maybe you've got some cross training that day as well. Monday you're going to take a nice recovery day, yeah. let all of those stresses recover sure. and improve you.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So you kind of add in that, that flush session on the back end of your weight Sunday then, right. just to kind of give yourself a clean slate and set up that recovery for, for Monday, for good. whatever yeah, the next, for, for the whatever next day, yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh what should we be doing at this point in the season if we're training for an early season? I'm I'm going to say 100 just because yeah, for sure. Uh mid-season 100 or late season 100, like those three different things. Early season, let's just say Zumbro, okay? As an early season 100 which is only a couple of months out now, right? Yeah. So what would you be doing um at this point in the season if you're training for Zumbra? Well, uh, for most people,
1: uh, I would have them do a pretty similar strength program to what they've been doing, but I would change the focus and we would start probably adding a little bit of um, more plyometrics or power type stuff. Um, And coming off of their off season where they maybe were doing some heavier stuff, uh, maybe change that. Work on those other things, but again, I'm always going to go back to it's so much different for every person. I just worked with uh, somebody this morning who's, you know, training for the Zembro 50, and he's got a little bit of a uh, issue with his foot. So we went from taking him from his previous strength program to something totally different now, mm-hmm. where he's going to be maintaining his strength uh, for. You know from now until zumbro, you probably will gain strength, but he 's not going to lose any we 're really focusing on muscle activation mobility yeah. um, and that type of stuff so you know if 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 an athlete or a person that i 'm working with in in the strength side of things um, is having any issues, we just want to be really careful that remembering what's the focus the focus is that running race coming up yeah not that they're going to be a bodybuilder and need to be really super strong we want to make sure that they get to the starting line as healthy as possible yeah. so really it's just taking that individual sitting down with them finding out where they're at with their strength uh and where they're at with their running and how healthy they are and then building a program very specific to them um and big believer in you know sitting down with all of my clients and the strength training side of things and just building it for them i don't have any cookie cutter programs i don't do if you look at my entire training schedule for the week for all of my clients every single workout is going to be different because they're at yeah. a different spot in their in their training but
0: sure that kind of covers all three but i'll ask mid-season too i mean we talked you know um, starting to move more towards plyo's early uh for that early season event, mid-season event, um, what event would you put there? Black Hills, maybe? Something like that, like something, um, you know, well, that's July. Big Horn. It? Sure, yeah, there's yeah. a few. Of them. Big Horn, June. Right? Yeah, June, July, something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you you probably would still be in a kind of a, just starting to ramp things up, but still keeping your strength program the same as it's been. Um, you know, and I'll take this, Opportunity to touch on that what I just said about keeping your strength training program the way that it's been is That's the number one thing that I am I coach With everybody whether or not I'm training them coaching them Any of that stuff anybody I see in the weight room. I try and let them understand the importance of always improving and progressing in your strength, so you see people in the weight room and they might do the same routine every day three times a week uh, for six months but they're not changing any of the weights that they're lifting or the exercises and our bodies get really good at adapting to that and you start to lose that improvement and you're you're just kind of going through the motions at that point. It's better than doing nothing yeah, but you're not going to see the the improvement.
0: So, so what would... A, I'll tell you, what would a few acute variables be that you could adjust to, let's say, do the same 10 exercises, yes. yeah. but change them completely? Right. So you're always going to want to either change the number
1: of repetitions that sure. you're doing, the number of sets that you're doing, yep. or the weight that or you're lifting. Yeah. Um, and you really want to do that in a gradual, thought-out, progressive way. Yeah. So, um, you know, I tell people just increase one of those variables at a time. So you could increase your weight, and then when you're comfortable with that weight, you could increase the number of repetitions you're doing at that weight, and then after that you might increase the number of sets that you're doing, and then you can go back
0: to the weight again and
1: increase your weight. Progressive overload, you
0: know, pretty
1: basic, but yeah.
0: That thing's gonna go off for the next 45 seconds at 10 o'clock every morning. The stopwatch goes off. I do not know why. I have not tried to. We have one out. in the weight room Probably that did that for, about like a year? <laughs> <laughs> I finally sat down one day, yeah. and like, just a half
1: hour of, like, all right, I'm figuring yeah. this thing out. I'm going to make this thing stop going. So It'll be gone soon.
0: <laughs> but another thing uh, I just want to add to that conversation, um, like, same exercise, but reducing the base of support, going to a single leg exercise. Yeah. Speed would also be a variable. Yep. Recovery time between sets or repetitions even yep. could be a variable. Um, and then also even speed of repetitions, especially the eccentric. Yeah. And is- ISO holds too could really add to um, or change in exercise. So you you really could do similar move I mean yep. similar movement patterns, just small changes and tweaks can make a very big difference. Yes. Based on the phase of training. That you're currently going through, absolutely. Yeah, if you're doing a Sweet.
1: squat, I mean, yeah. what you just said, you can do, you know, slow lowering, eccentrics, and maybe faster on the way up. Yeah. You could do if your single leg squat holding dumbbells or a kettlebell. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, there's a lot of different
1: ways you can change that
0: up. Yeah, for sure. Mix it up between. Do you ever prescribe uh, back and forth between treadmills and strength, especially? For some of the long, longer, more drawn out.
1: Yeah, it's um, styles. it's you know the the uh, I I don't have anybody right now that I'm having to do that, but um, I've certainly done it mm-hmm. myself, and um, it's a it's a good way to, especially for
0: those people that are training for the hundred mile distance. Just mix it up and it. Yep. keep things fresh and yep. make it hurt, make it hurt, yeah. <laughs> 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 make it suffer. Oh man, it is certainly a part of that distance. And then what about late season hundreds? Would you, um, for me, if I'm talking about Superior, which is all I've ever really done, that in the Ozarks one time, which did not go well. But uh, it's mostly, for me right now, hills. Yeah. That's just kind of the where, it, where it, uh, and I don't really know if that's the right way to do it. That's just kind of what I've always done, but I like to start... Start off by climbing, kind of coming from weights to climbing straight into more volume than on the yeah, running. But I'm curious to know what you Do you do? Do you do like hike climbing or run
1: climbing? How how do you structure your? Life? I
0: usually, I usually because I I typically will take some time off on the running. I, I ski during the winter yeah. just to change it up a little. But usually I'll start walking, and then it'll go to walk running with hills. Uh, run, walking hills, running flats, and then eventually the speed will start to increase on the ground. Maybe the hills will start to go away. And then the, t- the training gets more specific. Yeah. So I'll do a hill day, a speed day, a long day, and then sometimes combine, go back back to back, uh, you know, even a couple in a day sometimes. But yeah, uh, that usually doesn't happen until later in the summer, the two-day stuff, mm-hmm. when the volume is a little bit higher but usually I start walking hills and uh running flats and then progress to more running as the season goes on and then more specific.
1: Yeah. So I'm doing something different than I've ever done before yeah. and uh I I should uh preface this by saying I um my coach is Michael Borst with the Trail Transformation. Yeah, same so, actually. Um yeah. And so he, uh, this wasn't something he had in my program, but I suggested that we try this this year um, because my race coming up in May is in California, and the first five k of the race is up a mountain. Wow. So it's fifteen hundred feet of climbing in yeah. three miles, Jeez. and obviously Minnesota doesn't really have that. No. So i I have had a, an easy thirty minutes on my schedule for a couple of months, and just that's my easy day. And I suggested we try, you know, doing a very aerobic um you know same climb like right? so i figured out the percent and it's 9% on the treadmill for 5k um will get me the same elevation gain as the 5k in my race so i've been practicing that for about 5 or 6 weeks now um and when i first started i was i think i was going up for that 5k at like 12 minute miles and now i'm you know, a couple minutes per mile faster at the same heart rate. So I'm obviously getting better at yes. it. Um You know, I we were both nervous about the idea because I'm coming off plantar fasciitis. Sure. Uh, and if you know what plantar fasciitis is, obviously uh, you're climbing, you're gonna be stressing that foot a little bit more than sure. if you weren't. So uh, he made me promise that if we, if we tried this, it was first sign of stress, we back off. And so, so far it's responding great. But it's the first time I've tried that in training is very specific long climbs like that. Yeah. Um, so far, I'm a fan. I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's helped me. I think it'll help me. We'll see at the race. For but sure. we're still doing a lot of, you know, so late, back to your, your your question with the late season. So gearing, if I'm focusing on Superior 100, which I am, um, what am I doing right now to do that? And really, it's just, I'm trying to get as strong as I can. Yep. And as fit as I can. Yep. And that's... However that happens yeah. is really not that important. Um, if I can be strong and healthy, um, then as we get closer to the race, I can start to specify
0: and, and do the longer, vo- the bigger volume and things like yeah. that. Does that make sense? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it's kind of the same thing, where superiors, like it's always there in your head. But you got a couple things that are going to happen before that. So you, you do train specifically for the, the early season marathon. Mm-hmm. And then the fitness piece is spot on. You're not going to be probably any more fit than you would be by cranking out a half iron. right? And that's in... July 26th. So you're six weeks out from Superior at that point. Yeah, yeah. so... But, and
1: part of my reasoning, yeah. another part of the reasoning for adding that half try in, yeah. uh, and I ran this by by Michael, yeah. it was, I just turned 49, yeah. I'm not young, uh-huh. uh, so can we add some more endurance training without pounding my body, which mm-hmm. has been, uh, in the past couple of years, sort of um, riddled with injury? Um, and so can we add a bunch of endurance training without pounding the body, and will that help me with a 100 mile race? And we both agreed, yes, this is a good thing. For sure. So let's try it. Let's spend a lot of time on the bike, spend some time in the water, which is gonna be good for me, um, and then the running on top of that. So that's kind of how that came about. Um, but I really believe that's gonna help me a ton going into the career, being six
0: weeks out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seven weeks, whatever it is, yeah. So will you do? You don't know yet, I'm sure, because you'll have to play it by ear and see how you feel, I would imagine. but. Will your plan include a big, big effort uh, a week a week later or two weeks later?
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to see how it goes. Yeah, because yeah.
0: uh, half iron that'll take I don't know how long that take I don't know how what the timings are on those. I don't uh, either. I think yeah. Yeah, I have no idea actually. I mean, I could look it up, but I'm not even gonna do that. Right. It's a number of hours, though. Probably four, five, six hours, would you say? I mean, Mm -hmm. to do... Four to six, yeah. Four to six hours is a pretty good window. Yeah, that's a good effort. I mean, especially varying it up. I mean, you could probably even, depending on how you feel, tack onto that. Yeah. I'm. uh, It's
1: interesting because the day after the Half Ironman, we are taking a family trip up to the North Shore for a week. Nice. (laughs) So, uh, Uh ideally... Yeah, 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 yeah. I... Do the half Iron Man, recover for a couple of days. Yeah. And then go up and do my basically the peak week on the yeah, shore.
0: Like your big blocks yep. or your whatever it is. Yeah. So that's the goal. Man, that's the that plan. would be Yeah. That would be sweet.
1: Yeah, and I believe that is I don't know if that's Voyager weekend or Voyager weekend is the weekend of my Half Iron Man. But okay. it's pretty close to that weekend, so there'll probably be a lot of people up that way, but um if I'm lucky, the Trail Transformation crew is doing their yep. Superior Retreat that mm-hmm. weekend, and I can uh, get involved with that somehow, too, because that yeah. would be pretty awesome.
0: I yeah, there. there's really no way to get miles like the Superior Hiking Trail unless you're on the Superior Hiking Trail, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's oh, just man. impossible. You're making me want to run though. <laughs> At least attempt. But I, I won't. You're going to volunteer. I'm volunteering. I'm, I'm staying. I'm, I'm just going to chip in in as many ways as i possibly can this year and i'm really looking forward to seeing the race from a different perspective because since 2012 i i haven't i've yeah. tried every time or volunteered on the 50 miles stuff like that but i uh there's
1: a member here reed plumbo a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and he uh kind of did the same thing as you're doing this year is he you? really wanted to run it and and hit a certain time, but he also felt really compelled to go help. Yes. And he saw last year, he ran it last year, um, had a phenomenal race, and he saw a couple of his good friends um, be able to complete the race because of other people's help. Yes. And wouldn't have been able to do it without their help. And he decided he wanted to be one of those people to help somebody. So another good friend of mine, Drew Plackner, is running it and Reid is going to help him and pace okay. him get to the finish so the same as how you're feeling is yeah that, you know all right let's take a year and give back and yeah um, i did that i've done that a couple of years already and it's a very um my give back has been sitting in a hotel room in the middle of the night doing runner tracking so sure people at home can find out where their runners are and yep. um it's kind of the behind the scenes volunteer gig but uh, yeah it's also a very rewarding one to
0: Right. A part of that. So. Yeah, I'll add to that, John. John and I'm sure all other race directors are always looking for volunteers. So, if you're listening to this and you just want are kind of interested in the idea of maybe even running trails, I know that that is the community that exists here at PRG and um, this entire area really is all about giving back and and trying to just make an experience as amazing as possible for everyone participating and just try and build that so reach out to somebody volunteer somewhere get your feet wet see how it feels be inspired by what happens out there on the trails or the roads it doesn't even matter but this community is such a uh, vibrant encouraging um just a positive community to be around and i think uh I mean PRG contributes to that incredibly kind of next level contribution and which is oh, super cool man. Thank you. And yeah. it's going to continue. I mean it is.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with what you just said. If you if you haven't had the opportunity to go volunteer, uh, if you're a trail runner mm-hmm. and you haven't had the volunteer the opportunity to go volunteer at one of these races, I highly encourage you to do it. It's super fun, very rewarding. Yeah. But road running to anywhere, just give back, you know, run a little bit, volunteer a little bit and that's that's the way it should be done you should always give back you should always this is an awesome sport let's make
0: sure we're thankful for it and giving back all the time so sweet all right well not a lot more that I have to talk about Um, what about some uh, you know like kind of where can people find PRG uh, pricing packages options upcoming programs um, any of those types of things I'd love to share because people are excited about this especially having heard um, you the other day with Scott and then hopefully here now and people hearing about performance running how can they get involved how can they um, become members and just add to this amazing community of people. Yeah so you know
1: our website is performancerungym.com our pricing uh, is you get uh, unlimited access to the gym from 4 a.m. to 11 p.m. for 44.95 per month, uh, and that includes four Normatec compression recovery sessions per month, unlimited use of the infrared sauna. So, if you're familiar with both of those things, you you know that if you went to a place that had them, you'd probably pay as much as the membership just for those alone. So, we've thrown that in. That's part of the membership. So, 44.95. Um, we do some great strength uh, group classes for runners. You do not have to be a member of the gym to become a mm-hmm. part of that strength program. Yeah. Um, and those can be also found um, by going to our website. You can sign up. Uh, I think we have a link right now on the front page for that. Um, we've got we're start, like I said before, we're starting a big group run portion. We're going to do Wednesday nights at six o'clock, Saturday mornings at eight o'clock. Um, we are got a big kickoff for Grandma's training Saturday, February 29th at 8 o'clock. And that's going to be followed up with a group strength workout, pancake breakfast, mm. Olympic trials qualifying nice. viewing, kind of a fun day at PRG um, and a good way to see it. So I welcome anybody to show up for that and check the place out. Um, I can be email reached at uh, mark at dot com. Um, and I ha- am always happy to answer any questions, even if you're not a member or not even thinking about it. Let's say you live in Maple Grove and you're you're not going to make that 20 to 30 minute drive. Um, and you still have questions? Reach out to me. Email me is the best way. Marketperformancerungym.com. I'm happy to help. Uh, that's really what we're here for is to help and, and build the community. So. Um, yeah, that's what we've got going on. You can sign up for membership online at the website uh, or you can email me and we'll get you set up.
0: Sweet. And I will say, and I should have probably started with this, I'm looking out on the uh, cardio floor now. I see stair climber, bikes, um, woodway treadmills, and a, anything you could need on the fitness floor as far as weight equipment goes, minivans, kettlebells a sled, a hip sled, to a push, I don't know, prowler? Yeah, yeah. Prowler sled. Um, squat racks. Um, just weight machines. Dumbbells. Anything you would want in a gym, you can find here at PRG. This place is uh, amazing, and it's really got, of any gym that I've been in, more of a community feel than any place I've ever been, and it's the community of people around um, running, inspiring, encouraging. It's just such a neat place to be. You can feel it, you know. Um, so, Thanks, man. Yeah, I that, man. I, it's real. Anything else that, uh, that we oh, want to talk about? awesome to talk
1: to you. We, yeah. got to, we have to get on
0: the trail sometime very, soon, very
1: soon and just go run and yes. chat and uh, yep. catch up more about life. And, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome to talk to you.
0: Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Mark, thanks so much for being here. Check out Performance. Run, Jim. You will not be disappointed. I hope you liked the episode today. Please share it with someone that you feel might benefit from the content discussed. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore John Howard. That's J-O-N-H-O-W-A-R-D. Subscribe to the newsletter at johnhoward.co. Join our happy group. Be made aware of new podcast episodes, product releases and sales as well as stories of adventure live today with relentless courage